Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Church Podcast. We're so glad you could join us. You're listening to our special year in review message. So whatever you're doing, wherever you are, sit back, relax. Here it is. It's a brand new year. Happy new year once again from uh, myself and my wife. If you don't know yeah. who we are, my name's Harrison. This is my wife, Christy, yeah. and we have the privilege of leading Kingdom Church yeah. right here in St. Albert, and uh, just so excited for all that God has done this last year, and so we have a tradition where uh, we kind of like to take a week where we just slow down, yeah. everyone stays home, every team gets a break, yeah. because it's been a long year, it's yeah. been 52 weeks straight, so uh, what that means is you're at home, sit back, relax, we're going to yeah. recap all that has happened over the last 365 days <laughs> at Kingdom Church. Yeah. Chris, you ready for this? I'm ready. It was a good year. It was a good year. There was ups and downs. I think there was a lot of hardships for people, but I think it also brought a lot of joy. So let's go. So much joy. So, hey, uh, if you guys don't remember, 2020 ended 365 days ago. And uh, I think some people thought maybe that, like, 2020, when the calendar flipped, some things were going to change. It was going to be all utopia. Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So 2021 started a whole lot like 2020. And if you guys can remember all the way back then, uh, we were at 15% capacity. And so we started the year with two services, which was like crazy uh, experience. It was kind of a learning curve, but it was awesome. Uh, Chris, what do you remember from two services? We doubled down. It was good. Our team stepped up. The church was good. Um, I loved it because I could come for first service, then be in the nursery with the kids for the second service. And I think it gave um, people the opportunity to sleep in or get up a little bit earlier. It was good. Whatever suited your fancy. Yeah, that was my favorite thing is that we got to go to church together for one service pretty much most of the weeks during those three, four months. Yeah. Which was awesome. And we were kind of in that all the way till Easter. Yeah. And you guys may or may not remember this, but Easter was, once again, 15% capacity. And so we wanted the whole church under one roof, so we had to go to a very large Uh venue. And for Easter, we took it all the way to Edmonton. First time ever we left the friendly (laughs) confines of St. Albert. (laughs) We headed to Edmonton, and uh, Edmonton uh, Easter at the Edmonton Inn was amazing. We were all able to come together uh, under one roof. And that was the first time in four months that we were together as a church, one yeah. service. That was kind of awesome. It was awesome. And yeah. after that, lockdowns again, mm-hmm. uh, good times. So May, month of May, we were uh, in, uh, I guess, online again, yeah. once again online with lockdowns. And as Christy said, the year had some ups, the years had some downs. Yeah. And then from there, we had open for summer, which was the official <laughs> end of COVID forever. Officially. Anyways, the summer was good. Uh, we had here at Kingdom Church, hashtag hot kingdom summer. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was amazing. Yeah. There was no restrictions. There was no masks. It was just rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> we were eating ice cream and having yeah. barbecues. Yeah. Yeah. And that was amazing. So uh, summer was great. And kind of what we do as a church, and this is the season we sort of just came out of, which was like September to December. Yeah. We uh, started to share a vision. And so we shared our vision for the for the year, and we do our visions September to September. So we're yeah. still in it right now. And uh, we shared the vision for where we believe God is leading us. And so yeah. uh, we just have a short clip we're going to yeah. show you guys kind of to recap the vision for our year and just where God has taken us and where we're going to continue to go. So yeah. uh, why don't we roll that clip and we can watch it. What happens 
is that the world, and I'm trying to say this because I'm not, I'm not prophesying that COVID's gonna be here forever. It's gonna be a while though. But the world's not going back in any semblance. And so it is in this context that God gives the message in Jeremiah 29. He says, this is what the Lord God Almighty of Israel says. I carried you into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses, settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. So here's our vision for 2021 and into 2022 for the next 12 months. It's so simple. It's just build. We're going to build. I said we're going to build. Today marks a brand new season for every single person that calls Kingdom Church home. We are beginning, we're going to begin to build. And I'm actually so excited to let you know that you just came here, you didn't even know it. I'm starting a brand new series, all about building. It's going to be five or six weeks all about building, because this is what God is calling us to do. In a culture and a society, and for most of us that want to go back, that want to escape, that don't want things to be this way, God is calling us to build. All right, let's go. What a, what a vision. Uh, we're building yeah, this year. Yeah, we're building. Chris, that's, that's what our vision is. And uh, it, it was cool just that God planted this, this word um, in our spirit as a church. And really cool, because at that time, uh, we were just, again, coming kind of out of open for summer. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know about, you know, the surge of the Delta that was coming, the, the following surge of Omicron. We didn't know any of these things. And we just felt that God said, hey, no matter what happens, we're going to build. Yeah, we didn't know, but God knew. So God always is in control. And so yeah. we just felt like, hey, whatever happens, the crazy around us, we're just going to push forward. We're yeah. going to build. Yeah. And so that, uh, it's been cool. That's where we are uh, kind of right now, just, just building and, and moving forward. So, uh, yeah, that's the year in a nutshell, the very... A quick recap. Yeah, very quick recap. So let's go back to some specific things uh, that we like to do uh, as a church and yeah. kind of how they mark our year. So uh, this year, kind of like every year, we uh, preached in sermon series. And uh, this year was actually different because we had a couple of long series. Yeah, so long. we had less sermon series than most years. Yeah. But uh, even still, we kind of want to know what uh, everyone's favorite was. So, mm-hmm. hey, Church Online... Let us know. Yeah. What was your favorite yeah. sermon series of 2021s? In the comments, you can you can let us know. Uh, we'll see how good your memory is <laughs> for the series. They're all on YouTube. So, uh, Chris, as they're typing yeah. uh, ferociously, okay. What uh, what was your favorite series and why? Yeah, it's a good question. I like you said. I think this was a really good year because our series were a lot longer, so we got to preach. Um, a lot deeper on each topic. And so uh, thinking back, I always love our relationship series. Um, I love being able to preach together. I love having um, other people be able to kind of share their experiences. But I believe my favorite series of the year was our building blocks series. Okay, come on, elaborate And it was a on long that. one. That was I, long. I'm, I, like maybe around eight. There was, there was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of them, so it was a good thing that it was a good series. But more specifically, my favorite sermon was um, Build Your Foundation. It's where um, you talked about really building our foundation on Jesus and on Jesus alone, um, having our identity built on Jesus, our hope built on Jesus, not built on society or norms or... Um, 
tradition or emotions, but literally just Jesus alone. And you also talked about leaving a legacy. So uh, you preached on the parable of the soils and um, just planting those seeds that will once reap a harvest. um, And that becomes your foundation. So uh, for me, it's my favorite looking back on the year because we're able to just ask ourselves the question of, hey, like, what is the foundation that I laid in the past year? Was it the foundation that I want to continue or going into 2022, like, do I have a new legacy coming in? Is there a new foundation that I need to build my life on? And am I going deep enough with Jesus? So, yeah, favorite, favorite series, Building Blocks. Favorite sermon, Build, build Your, your foundation. foundation. That's good. Uh, we have a clip lined up. I feel like Christy preached the whole sermon. Uh, <laughs> but either way. It was a good one. Hey, if you missed it, here's a little clip just to let you know what Christy was talking about. So we're going to roll it. If we can take the lessons from the bad, we can begin to build a good foundation. Come on, let's think about it. Going back to the first soil. If I'm new, what do I need to do? I need to put myself in community. I need people around me that can support me. They can help tenderize the soil of my life. For those of us that know those people, can I tell you one of the best ways to come closer to Jesus? Walk with someone else. Disciple someone else. So when we walk with these people, you will in turn get closer to Jesus and you will begin, (coughs) excuse me, to build a firm foundation. We look at the second soil. It's saying their roots are shallow. They they love the idea of Jesus, but don't love it as Lord. You want to last long, accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Begin to believe everything that he has of me, whatever he is calling me to do, be it to forgive, be it to love, be it to give, be it to stand out. He's doing it because he knows what is best. And so when I truly make Jesus Lord and Savior, when I'm not just living on emotions, I can begin to develop a firm foundation. And finally, with the third soil, if I can begin to focus on Jesus, if I can focus on his word, if I can focus on what he says, not what people around me are saying, not not the the signs around me, but what he has for me, I can begin to be fruitful. And so when, when I take those three bad soils and I get to the good soil, what I begin to realize is I don't think anyone just gets thrown on the good soil. It's not a matter of chance. Like, hey, whatever happens, hopefully you find good soil. Talk to you later. It's intentional. It's a building of our life. It's a building of a foundation where we can actually be long-lasting. Okay, even better than I remembered, right? That's good. good. (laughs) Okay, what about you? What was your favorite series, favorite message? Okay, so uh, I told everyone at home we'd recap all the series. Uh, We only had seven. It was a a lean year in that sense because we had some long series. So started with This Means War. Uh, how to win the battle within, yeah. which was a good one. Kind of really about mental good. health and mm-hmm. anxiety, all those things. Uh, from yeah. there was relationship reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Gospel of Mark. Did Jesus really say that? Colossians. Build in blocks. <laughs> and then we had our year-end series. All right. seven right there. What yeah. a memory. Uh, I preached them, so hopefully I remember them. Uh, so for me, as, as kind of Christy said, uh, I liked you know the relationship stuff. I really enjoyed... Uh, the, the build series. Uh, I could go through all of them, but I think for me, my favorite series was uh, the Gospel of Mark, mm. which was also our longest series of the year, and it kind of 
spend a bunch of weeks too because Easter was thrown in there. Right. But I just enjoyed that series because uh, first time, at least in, in this church, that we've kind of just gone through a gospel uh, as best as we could, you know, story by story, chapter yeah. by chapter. Yeah. And for me, as I studied it, just seeing the life of Jesus and his yeah. disciples, and uh, I really enjoyed that. So that was probably one of my favorites yeah. that uh, we had. Uh, but as I said, like, I kind of enjoy everything. For me, though, uh, favorite sermon of the year uh, would probably be the one that we did together because nothing's as good as being close <laughs> on the stage. Come on, Better somebody. Better together. So uh, let's uh, show everyone okay. what they might have missed. This is Christy and I and Kreja's on the stage, too, right. uh, from that message, which was just a Q&A. Yeah. Let's roll it. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about finding your mission as a couple. Mm -hmm. um, what, is, what do you feel your mission is as a couple, and how does that seep into the everyday life mm -hmm. aspects of your life? Yeah, so our mission as a couple, as a married couple, is um, to love God and to make disciples or love people. Mm -hmm. And so I think it seeps into every relationship um, in the greater theme, theme of giving us peace, um, just knowing that we weren't joined together um, for companionship or just to meet each other's needs. Like, we were joined together for something greater. Yeah. And so I have peace. He has peace. Uh, knowing that our mission is so much greater. Because the thing is, like, if we didn't have a mission in our marriage, I would never have peace in our marriage. Yeah. I would always be annoyed by his wisdom and like resentful that he's a good preacher and bitter that he has to spend time at the church away from me with other people like there would just be these emotions yeah. but because our eyes are set on something bigger because we have a mission in our marriage yeah we know that God and people are what our entire lives are meant to be yeah that's so good um and I think yeah, the truth is, like, I remember the, one of the first times um, I heard something, and I never understood it. It was talking about jealousy within a marriage or jealousy within a relationship. Um, and I thought it was so weird because, like, I've, I've never been jealous of Christy. And to my knowledge, she's never been jealous of me. Um, and so it was foreign. But I, to what Christy's point, I think the reason that jealousy could happen within a relationship is because maybe one person has a mission and the other yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And so that's, and so I always say to people, like, if you're, if you're together, if you're, or sorry, if you're dating or you're single or you're trying to find that person, like, super simple question, does this person make me better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Does this person help me fulfill the mission of my life? Yeah. Because the truth is, like, you can try to bring that person up forever. Well, I'm going to get them to my level. Well, they'll be a Christian one day. Like, I'll yeah. get them out the club. I'll get them there one day. Mm, yeah. But what happens is that if they don't get there, the truth is that person might just end up presenting you. Yeah. Right? Mm. Or vice versa, where you might end up presenting that person yeah. because you're on different wavelengths. And so to Christy's thing, um, we're not jealous because we're not competing, but we're complimenting yeah. each other. Mm -hmm. so wow. What a clip. <laughs> Longer hair, shorter days, better times. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I like that Q&A. I liked with the host. Creature was great. Yeah, she's pretty good. Pretty good, but no host today, just us. That's all you got. Uh, so let's, uh, let's keep it going. Uh, and hey, in the comments, we said favorite series. You can also let us know what your favorite sermon was if you have that great of a memory. Yeah. You're making it easy with you for the, for the series. But if you know the sermon that you liked, let us know in the comments. Uh, well, they do that, Chris. I just want to know what, uh, for you, 
and this is going to be hard, but what was your favorite moment <laughs> of 2021? What was your favorite moment? In all the moments of 2021, there were a lot of great moments, but I think one that comes to mind, um, I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago, and um, this person, they've been coming to church probably for almost a year now, um, and they'd been coming to Kingdom, and they were pretty committed. They were coming every week. Um, they, they knew that they were supposed to come to church. They knew that they wanted to come to church. They would pretty much come, like, right on time for church and then kind of just skip out the door. And I could see that even though that they were committed, that they were coming every week, there was some kind of disconnect. Um, and I had conversations with this person just about that disconnect and kind of what we could do to help it out. And anyways, this went on for about a year. And a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a conversation with this person and they just said to me, they're like, hey, like I finally understand what church is all about. And okay, they, okay, what happened? It was so good. They were just telling me with, like they were just, they were vibrant, they were energetic, they were excited. And they were just saying, like we finally found just this comfort and this community and they were just talking about how they had just made a decision in their lives to be intentional with the people at Kingdom Church, to join a small group, to come a little bit earlier for a coffee and kind of mingle in the lobby or stay a little bit um, after and just be very intentional with their with the time that they were spending here. And they just said like, that they had never experienced living in a church community. They'd experienced church, like worship, music, messages. It was all good, but they had never fully grasped and comprehended what church was all about. And they were just saying, like, going into this new year, we know that life is going to be better because we're able to walk with the people in the church through these next steps. They had a lot of rough times in 2021, but they just said coming into 2022, we know that it's going to be better because we have people to walk through it with it, walk through it with us. And it just, it made me realize, it was kind of like a moment was like, okay, like that's why we do what we do. Like that's mm -hmm. why we have this church and why we have this community and these small groups. And um, it made me realize the importance of just having people to go through life with mm -hmm. because like we've said 2021 it wasn't easy there's a lot of um isolation that 2021 brought and loneliness and just so many ups and downs that each person has in their personal lives but when you are surrounded by people that are challenging you that um are allowing you to grow that are there to encourage and support and love you like that is what church is all about and just allowing the gospel to actually infiltrate every aspect of your life, mm -hmm. not just an hour, one day of the week. And so, yeah, I think it was my favorite moment because sh that person was so excited, but it also made me be like, yeah, like, this is what it's all about. Come on. So if let me just make sure I understand the story. Yeah. So they kind of felt disconnected, yeah. and they made an intentional decision to say, hey, we're going to get connected yeah. outside of just the service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And I think that that's just a lesson for a lot of us that we think that, you know, like maybe we 
we think, you know what, people aren't friendly, no one talks to me. And, yeah. and that can be true. Sometimes people are jerks, and uh, we try our very best. But I think that... People are people. What I always say is, yeah, let's just, like, let's do everything in our power yeah. to make sure, hey, I'm going to get connected. And so I think that's really good. And, you know, for myself as well, one of my favorite moments just wasn't really a moment, but a season this last four months, just all the groups that we've yeah. had that we've been able to just have so many people connect has yeah. been amazing. So yeah. that's, a, that's it's, a good, it's literally life changing yeah. when you have connections with people. Yeah. yeah. That's a good story, Chris. Yeah. That's a good moment. Was, was that your favorite moment you just said, or you have another favorite moment? No, I was just riffing off you. Okay. Uh, I got I got something lined up. Okay. Uh, I don't know Let's if it's my favorite it. moment, but I just wanted to, to share a story, uh, I think kind of just a faith story. So uh, this goes all the way back, uh, I believe, to January, very first service of the year, uh, sorry, very first series of the year. We were doing two services. And uh, in the first service, the 9.30 a.m., uh, I was preaching and, you know, preaching, doing my thing. But I also uh, had a sermon where I was kind of singing a little bit. Right. You guys might remember I was singing, uh, I think, The Kid Leroy, uh, So Done. You guys might remember that message. Oh, yeah, uh, we remember. Something happened, like, first service, middle of the message, where, like, I could feel my voice yeah. starting to go. Like, I strained it or something like that. And just, like, done. First service, like, if you were there, apologize. The sermon wasn't that good. <laughs> kind of had to cut it short. And I was in between the first and second service, and, like, I literally couldn't talk. Yeah. Like, my voice was gone. And so I was like, I don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to get to the second service. And uh, someone just saw me in the lobby, and I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I kind of forget. So I don't want to say a name and that person and be like, that was not me. Uh, <laughs> well, someone awesome. saw me in the lobby, yeah. and they were just kind of like, could see I was a little bit distressed. They're like, what's going on? And I was like, my voice, like, I'm, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> and they were like, let me pray for you. Yeah. And so they just prayed powerful prayer. And I was like, okay, let's see what happens. It's all we can do. And I was just like nervous. We get to, to the worship service portion and we're singing and I'm just there with my mask on and I'm not singing because I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, see what happens. I'm not going to say anything. I'll get on stage, whatever. And I just, in the worship, I just felt the Holy Spirit just speak to my, to my spirit and just kind of said like, who puts the breath in your lungs? Mm, like, where yeah. does it come from? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it comes from you. And I just felt the Holy Spirit say, well, it's time to sing. Mm. And I was like, you want me to sing? Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't have a voice. And he was like, sing. And so I just, I began to sing. And it was just so crazy. Uh, I went up to preach and my voice was perfectly fine. I made it through the whole message. Yeah. And it was just kind of a little reminder of the power of God. And for me, it was, it was a lesson too, because like we're in church, which should be theoretically a very spiritual place. Uh, but like I was lacking faith mm. and uh, it was cool just to see God show up in that way. And what happened though, is that when, when God does something in our lives, it's not always just for us, yeah. but it's so we can, you know, pass that to someone else. Yeah. And so uh, before our Christmas program last week, uh, one of the, the, the members on our team were kind of losing their voice. And so I called them uh, like the morning of our Christmas program. And I was like, hey, listen, uh, I got a story to tell you. And I told that exact same story. Yeah. Uh, and I said, God is the one that puts the breath in our lungs. I was like, can I pray for you? And so I prayed for this person. And uh, Christmas at St. Albert, in St. Albert, they were there belting out those notes. Because <laughs> uh, God is good yeah. all the time. So that was probably... Yeah. Uh, you know, just a cool story. Yeah. I don't know if that's a moment. Uh, but it I'll, is a moment. It's a powerful moment. It's the Holy Spirit working. So there's power yeah. through it. 
power in his name. That was really cool. Uh, but for me, probably like season-wise, I really enjoyed, first time ever, we had uh, Kingdom Church summer interns. Right. Uh, shout out to Chase, Chantel, Sydney, sometimes Kendra, sometimes Isaac, <laughs> and everyone else that showed up occasionally. But three interns for real, Chantel, Sid, Chase. Uh, that yeah. season was really uh, enjoyable for me just to watch God work through them um, and just to see all that they did. And I think yeah. that uh, they did an amazing job. And so that was one of my favorite seasons. Yeah. And then we had the opportunity to interview them on the stage yeah. and check out their wisdom. So uh, if you guys forgot all the wisdom they dropped, or maybe you're like, I didn't even know they spoke. Yeah. It was really, really good. Well, here's a clip Perfect. that we can bring back and bring all the memories. <laughs> Let's roll it. There's been a lot of things that I feel like I have worked through this summer, but I feel like one of the biggest challenges um, was just within, so I actually have the privilege of being involved in the young adult ministry here. Come on, all my young adults, you guys are the best. And so I've been doing that since January, and this summer, like, things just really took off. Like, relationships were getting built, people were coming, like, it was a big group, we're hanging out, hanging out outside of Friday nights, and that's always the goal, right? Because you're not going to make disciples in a, like, 15-people setting, you're going to make disciples one-on-one. And so it was really good to see those things happening, but I feel like... um, I mean, we sang this morning where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, but also where the spirit of the Lord is, there is oppression because the enemy is really good at trying to get a foot in the door. And so this, just this summer, I noticed that like, I wasn't noticing the lies that were coming to my head. I kind of just, I don't even know what I thought they were. I just thought it was me. And so there was this one day we were having young adults in my backyard and I got this word that I felt like was just so, like, so spoken straight from the Lord to my heart. And I was so excited to share it because I just like, you know when you just get something that you feel has motivated you and you just can't wait to share with other people? That's really how I felt about it. And so I was just like hyping, hyping myself up, like getting ready. And then all of a sudden this thought just came to mind. And it was like, no one wants to hear that. Like no one cares what you have to say. What you, like what you're going to share with people isn't going to stick. Like people aren't even coming for this. They're just coming to hang out with their friends. And I just kind of believed it. I was just like, yeah, I guess so. Like I don't really have to share anything. Like we can all just hang out. And then I just felt this, like, other, like, even stronger voice just be like, no, like, you have a purpose here. Like, this isn't just a place for people to sit in a circle and talk to each other. And you have a purpose. And I have, yeah, like, clap for the Lord because that's so good when, when the lies overcome us and then we're met with truth because... That was just an example of where I wasn't strong enough to meet that lie with the truth. But I think that when, when God goes before us and sets an example, it allows us then to, in the future, when we have those lies again, to meet, with, meet that with truth. And so the challenge there is, like, we can't meet a lie with truth if we don't know truth. So that was just, like, setting myself up for success by starting each morning with God and just, like, putting myself in truth and, like, trying to memorize Scripture because we have Scripture as a weapon against the enemy. And so it was just good to, like, have those lies and know that they were there, but then also know that the truth will always be so much stronger and just be able to like declare those things over the lies of like, I am not what this lie says about me. I am exactly who God tells me that I am. I am exactly who scripture tell me, tells me who I am. And so just in moments like that, I was, it was, it was challenging because it, it wasn't just the one time, right? Because it's a great story to hear like, oh yeah, like I felt like this lie came and then God met it with truth. It's so good. But like that comes back every Friday night. That comes back every Saturday morning. It's just like, this is a constant battle and um, Christy said something to someone else that I overheard and I was like that's such a good word of like it's an everyday battle whether it's a sin that you're fighting whether it's a lie that you're fighting it's like this is an everyday battle and we can't just assume that because we beat it once we're free from it and that might sound really discouraging but just the um, the hope that we have in it is that God is never going to leave no matter how hard it gets so yeah I think that was the most challenging thing for me this summer yeah come on that's so good to see <sighs> okay wow so much wisdom 
so little age. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. That was a good group of interns. Really good. Uh, so, as we said, so much happened uh, this last year, and we're yeah. kind of just hitting the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. We didn't even talk about our outdoor service, the drive-in yeah. movie, all the amazing things we did. We don't just don't got time. Yeah. But that's hopefully, you know, through these stories, looking back, watching some clips, you can have your memory jogged for what God's done for you yeah. uh, in 2000. Or you can see it and then be like, oh, I have to be there in 2022. Yeah, that's really good. So as we move forward, mm-hmm. as we wrap up, Chris, yeah. what are you looking forward to 2022, which is today? Yeah. And the a next 364. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot, but I would say a couple things. I'm the kind of person that um, if I start something new, I want to start on like a Monday. And so I think going into a new year, so like 2022, gives us a great excuse to just a fresh start, um, a new start, walking into a new year with new goals and just the vision and the mission of um, what we want to leave this year with. And I'm excited for um, just the opportunity for myself and I think just everybody watching this, everybody um, just wanting to have a fresh start to be like, hey, 2021 um, was good, but there was things that I want to leave in 2021. And I want to walk into 2022 with a new perspective, um, knowing that there are going to be highs, there are going to be lows, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. But hey, I know that Jesus is Lord over my life and he reigns through it all. And yeah. so I can't control what I can't control very much in my life, but what I can't control is just my hope and my identity. Um, and my foundation, which is Jesus. And so going into 2022 is just like, hey, like, let's leave that anxiety. Let's leave that hate or resentment or grudge or shame or guilt in 2021 and just walk into 2022 with um, just a fresh outlook. And as a church, I'm excited for 364 new days um, just to be a piece of heaven to the people around us. This church it's a piece of heaven. Our home is a piece of heaven. Our words, our expressions, our outreach, they are pieces of heaven that we have the opportunity to just infiltrate St. Albert. We have the opportunity to infiltrate our schools, our um, the places that we work, just everything with Jesus and with the gospel. And so, yeah, I'm excited just for new opportunities. There's nothing... I mean, there's lots of things that are huge that I am excited for, but it's just those little moments that... Um, people are able to say, like, hey, I've never actually experienced the freedom of Jesus, and today I did. Or um, I've never come in contact with somebody that um, just shows me Jesus, and we just have the opportunity to do that in this next year. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Come on, somebody. It's going to be a good year. I'm excited. Uh, This is going to be the best year yet. I know it. Come on. And guess what? It's Monday, tomorrow, (laughs) or in two days, depending when you're watching this. True. So, uh, new Monday, new year, new you. That's really good, Chris. I'm glad you're looking forward to that. What about you? What are you going into 2022? What are you looking forward to? Well, that was really, really spiritual. Um, (laughs) I'm also looking forward to the transformation of Jesus and all that he's going to do. But I'll give you guys something kind of like, it is spiritual and it's going to be spiritual, but it's really material. Hope it happens. Uh, We mentioned new church building a couple weeks ago. So... Uh, it's like, if it's going to happen, 
you guys are going to find out very, very soon. So <laughs> we're, uh, I'm really hoping that that kind of comes through. And yeah. again, it doesn't sound spiritual, but it is because it'll give us an opportunity to minister yeah. in a way that we've never ministered before exactly. uh, and just reach people that we've never reached before. Yeah. So looking forward to that. And I just know no matter what happens, God's in control. And yeah. as Chris said, uh, it's going to be an amazing year, I think, yeah. as she said. Uh, in faith, the best year yet. So yeah. super excited for that and just all that God's going to do. So um, with that, we kind of like to, you know, move into every single year and just, you know, hit the ground running. Yeah. So next week yeah. is our first service back in person. Yeah. And we would love for you to be there. So we're starting a brand new series. Uh, it's called Counterfeit Gods. Ooh, I didn't even know. Okay, and let's yeah, go. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be all about uh, kind of exposing the idols that we have in our hearts. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about sex, money, uh, power. We'll see what else. We'll see where okay. it goes. Uh, that's that's one thing for sure. And we're I'm ex- hitting the ground running. Hitting the ground running. I'm excited. Hopefully, I can break some records good. for longest series. Probably not this one, uh, but like I think yeah. nine weeks is the record. Let's try to break that in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward to that. Looking forward to all that uh, God's going to do. So, yeah. Chris, it's been real. It's been real. Kingdom Church family, we love you. Yeah, so much. Thank you for uh, investing in this place yeah. and just super excited to see what God wants to do through you. Yeah in the next year. So, hey, have an amazing weekend. Happy New Year. We love you. Later. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you want more information, why don't you head over to kingdomchurch.ca. We'd love to connect with you. Until next time, take care.